You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. We are back on The Pipeline Show. My name is Guy Flaming, and it's uh, time for another U-Sport update. Uh, this week, we are heading south in Alberta to uh, Calgary, and that doesn't narrow it down enough. So we're going to talk about the University of Calgary Dinos. And uh, the star forward for the uh, club right now is also leading Canada West in scoring, Matt Alfaro. Uh, welcome to The Pipeline Show, Matt. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me. Uh, pleasure to get a chance to speak with you, and, and uh, maybe we'll start with that and just uh, how uh, offensively uh, uh, the, the numbers just keep piling up for you this year. And there's been some games where you're held off the score sheet, and there are other games where you get three or four points. Uh, have you been pretty happy with your production this year? Yeah, I've been. Obviously, I can't be I can't be mad at the numbers right now. Um, I think coming into this year was I talked to my coach, and the big thing was consistency, so... I think I've been consistent throughout the year, and I'm just trying to keep that motivation going. Well, for the team right now, tied with the uh, University of Saskatchewan Huskies with 16 points, one point back at Mount Royal. I know you just recently had a, a nice series uh, with them. Uh, and uh, the University of Alberta right now, uh, uh, well, they're, they have a bit of a cushion at the top. But uh, right in the mm-hmm. thick of it in uh, Canada West, tell me about how things have gone for the Dinos to this point in the season. Uh, they've gone pretty good besides, uh, we had a little slip up against U of A. We, uh, we had a lead against them at home on the first game we played them on the Friday and then we let that slip. And when you give U of A a couple chances to score, they're going to capitalize. And that was really the game. And then we had to go on the road to play at the Claire Drake. And that's always a tough place to play. And we didn't come ready. And so kind of got our teeth knocked in a little bit there, got a little wake up call, but. I thought we uh, responded well against Mount Royal the next week. You're uh, you're a Calgary guy, uh, so you know what the Battle of Alberta is all about at the NHL level and at the WHL level. Although you didn't play for the Hitmen, but is are the the Golden Bears and the Dinos is that rivalry as as strong as it is in other sports and at other levels of hockey as well? Oh yeah, this is uh, for the past three years I've been here. It's always been close games, and they get pretty chippy near the end of the games, and uh, we don't like playing them, and they don't like playing us, so. Now you have a crosstown rival though too in Mount Royal. So you know, is the, is the rivalry there growing? Is it as as uh, mean spirited as it, as it can be when you play the Golden Bears? Oh yeah, that's pretty much. It's very similar. I think almost it's even uh, it's more physical with uh, Mount Royal. I we always kind of laugh because we're I'm friends with a bunch of them off the ice, and sure. we see each other see each other around town, and there's a lot of Calgary guys on that team too. So you think it wouldn't be as uh, as heated, but it's definitely as heated. Well, and uh, I'm sure there are a lot of guys you've played with or against uh, during your WHL career uh, scattered throughout Canada West. Let's be honest, Canada yeah. West dominated by former WHL guys. Uh, we'll get to that stuff uh, in a little bit, but uh, this is year three for you uh, now at the U-Sport level. And uh, is there a certain level of comfort that kind of settles in at this point in your, your uh, U-Sport career? Yeah, I think this is uh, the most comfortable I've ever felt and the most confident, really. It, uh, it, my first year struggled a little bit. It takes some time. I think guys come from the WHL and they think they've kind of taken a step down to come to Canada West, but really it's all the same players that you've played against for the last four years in the WHL. So some guys need a little wake-up call, and I definitely needed that. And now I'm kind of I'm getting used to the league and getting used to the pace of play, and I think that's showing. Interesting. I'm going to revisit that for a second. You said, "I'm for you," and you're speaking just for yourself. 
that when you yeah. got to the University of Calgary, you thought it would be easier than it was, that it was, as you described, a bit of a step down. Why do you think that? Well, some guys, well, when you're 20 year old in the WHL, you're playing against 17 year olds and 18 year olds. Yeah. And then there's just this stigma around university hockey where if you're not going pro, you're kind of disappointed to come. But I think that's starting to change with guys getting pro deals out yeah. of university sports yeah. like Luke Philp and we're kind of getting the opportunity now and it's really turned around to a competitive league and it really doesn't get the attention it deserves. And I think that has a big part to play in it. What was the transition from being a, you know, a 20 year old in the WHL to being a rookie again the next year? It was tough. You're coming in, you're playing against 24 year old, like 24 year old, 25 year old men that have been playing in this league for five years. So you're playing against grown men, really. So that was uh, a pretty big adjustment. It's a little more physical, and you can't be running around hitting 17-year-olds anymore. Yeah, 12 points a year, first year with the Dinos, uh, 20 last year. You're already over that, uh, past those numbers this year, career highs already, uh, and you're only halfway through the season. So what's the biggest difference? Is it just getting acclimated to the league, and, and it's just taken a couple of years? Um, I think it's just really my confidence in playing how – I know I can play and really just setting the pace for my team, um, playing with speed. And really, this is probably the best I've felt since probably my 19-year-old, 20-year-old year. So really just being healthy and getting stronger. Matt Alfaro of the University of Calgary Dino is my guest here on the Pipeline Show talking some U sports. Uh, who are your line mates for the most part this year, or does it change often? Uh, the whole year, it's really been uh, Coda Gordon. Who's a fifth year? He played for Swift Current Broncos, yeah. and then um, on my right side, it's Caden Elder, who's a, he's a rookie this year, but he's been doing well so far. He's been lighting the lamp quite a bit. So, all right, well, let's uh, talk about a little bit about your WHL uh, time spent in the WHL, and uh, most of that he spent uh, four years in the league. All but 20 games of that was for the Kootenai Ice. And, uh, you know, being a Calgary guy, Kootenai, not that far away exactly. And you get to play in the, the Central Division. But uh, what was your, when you look back at your WHL career, what were some of the highlights that immediately come to mind? Um, I loved the rivalry with the Calgary Hitmen. We uh, we played them lots during the regular season and also had the pleasure of playing two playoff series against them. Mm-hmm. So those rivalries were pretty heated. And being a Calgary guy, I always loved playing in the Saddle Dome and, it was a dream of mine to play at the Saddle Dome and to do that probably 15 times over my career was great memories and things I'll remember. Well, and uh, certainly the the teams that you were part of, uh, I know your, your rookie year, you went a couple of rounds in the playoffs that year, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, after that, yeah. the, the team sort of struggled. Uh, how difficult was that to go through? That was tough. Yeah, my first two years, we had, we had good teams and we kind of underachieved in the playoffs. And then my 19-year-old year was a really down year for us. And uh, kind of just stuck with it. And my 20-year-old year, I was same kind of situation, but then got the trade at the deadline to try to make a run with the Hurricanes, which was a good way to end my career. Yeah, I wonder what that transition is like, though, where you spend almost four full seasons in with one team, and then you get dealt and what it's like to kind of fit into a new room like that for a stretch drive. Yeah, it's really different. And like I said, like three and a half years in the same place, same billets. I was with the same billets the whole time in Kootenai, and then to change when I was 20, it was, uh, it was a big adjustment, but I was happy it happened, and um, things really didn't go the way I expected with some injuries and us losing in the conference finals, but it was still a good experience, and I'm happy it happened. Now that uh, when you, you look and you see the Kootenai ice not even there anymore, uh, when you heard that news <laughs> that they were moving, uh, what were the uh, the thoughts you had about that? 
Uh, well, we, my whole time there, even we, we heard the rumors, we knew something yeah. was eventually going to happen. And, um, I'm kind of glad like the new owners came in, they gave Cranbrook a shot, like a, an honest shot to really keep the team. And I just don't think the, the city had it anymore. So it's kind of sad to see, but I think it's better for the WHL and better for the new players of the Winnipeg ice to have that experience and almost have a better fan environment to play in. I love my time in Cranbrook. I love the city and I wouldn't change anything. I'm glad I played there, but it's, it was a time for a change. So it's good to see. Do you follow the WHL still or because the franchise isn't, isn't there anymore? Do you almost feel like there's a bit of a, a cut in your ties to, uh, to the league? Yeah, a little bit. When they said, uh, I think I got some award and they said, uh, Winnipeg ice alumni. It sounded weird. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't really feel like the same, but yeah, I still follow around, follow them, uh, follow them along a bit. Um, tell me about the scholarship. And, uh, I, I, I've talked to a lot of players, uh, who are playing U sport or have played U sport. So I know how the scholarship package uh, works and things, but, um, for the audience who might not know all the ins and outs, um, how does that work for you now that you're at U Sport and using the WHL scholarship package? Um, how has that helped you? It's helped me a lot, really. So I played, I played four years in WHL, so I have four years of schooling paid for. Um, I decided to come to UFC, so I'm I'm living at home right now, so I'm saving some money with that, and really with the scholarship, it's helped me out a lot. It kind of takes your mind off the money and. You can buy the textbooks that you need. You don't have to stress about that, and you can worry more on the actual academic side and then the hockey on top of it. Is is it a complicated process, a lot of paperwork to fill out, or is it pretty simple? No, they're really good with us. You really have to fill out you got to fill out one form in the summer saying that you're using your scholarship, and then that's about it for the year, and then you hand in your textbook checks each semester, and they give your, uh, give your money back, and they take care of all the – the payments with the University of Calgary, like they do direct bill into them, so I never see, I don't have to worry about anything like that. Nice. Do you have any idea how much it's actually uh, covered for you uh, cost-wise? Oh, yeah. It still comes up on my, I still see the bills and see when they paid it and everything, so I know how much money I have left. We have a certain cap for how much tuition we get each year, so okay. you just got to keep an eye on that, but it's uh, it's been enough so far, so it's been good. What are you studying, by the way? Uh, I just transferred into uh, the School of Business here at University of Calgary. Okay. When you're trying to balance academics uh, and the athletic uh, part, I mean, you're there to play hockey, but you're also there to to, uh, get good marks and stuff and and finish with a degree of some sort. Um, Is that a challenge? I mean, when you're in the WHL, you're playing and and you went to high school at the same time, but it's got to be a little bit different when it's uh, post-secondary. Oh, yeah, it's a lot different. That was probably one of the the bigger adjustments coming from not doing any school when you're – 18, 19, 20 in WHL and just sleeping in a little bit, working out, <laughs> practicing every day. Now you gotta, you have practices later in the day. You gotta do class, go home after practice. You gotta really manage your time a lot. So I think that takes, it's different for every guy. Some guys struggle with it. Some guys get it right away. It's just how much effort you put in. Right. And as long as you put the effort in, I think anyone can really do it. And I imagine you, you rely on uh, the older teammates to try to you know, give you some tips on how to make that adjustment. You mentioned Coda Gordon. I don't know if, if that's a guy that uh, would be that sort of a maybe mentor is the, not the right word. But uh, now that you're in year three, are you helping the young guys too? Yeah, no, I've I've told them many a times, like, if you have any questions about what classes you think you should take or what professors are good, just talk to guys on the team. There's chances are that at least one guy on the team has taken that class or he's had that professor before. So right. if you need any tips or 
notes from previous years. It's a, uh, it's a big help to be on the hockey team at university because you are, you automatically have a network of people that can help you out or you have teammates in classes with you to help you study. So it's really big. Matt Alfaro of the uh, USC Dinos leading Canada West in scoring right now. Uh, Calgary, uh, your next uh, couple of games against the Lethbridge Pronghorns, correct? Uh, yeah, we play in Lethbridge Friday night and then at home on Saturday. Nice. Uh, and I guess, how do you, how do you feel about the, the scheduling difference? Did that take some getting used to? You know, where it's, it's only on the weekends now. Uh, you know, it's a, a home at home or two games there and, uh, and different than the WHL, isn't it? Certainly not the, the travel's a little bit different. You don't have those two week long uh, road trips and stuff. Yeah, the travel's a little bit easier. Um, I think the big thing is we play I think a third amount of the game. So each game is very important. So I think that's why yeah. they're almost more physical and everyone's more heated on the ice. Cause you know, you need, you need those two points every night and uh, it's a lot more practice time. You're yeah. practicing Monday to Thursday every week, no weekday games like in the WHL games on the weekend are way more important. So, well, and I guess that condensed schedule means you, you can't really have uh you know, a, a losing streak or anything like that, or a couple of weekends where you, where you struggle could really cost you in the standings. Yeah, that's when if you have a couple off weeks, like you see a big gap in between second and third place, and it's really hard to catch up to those top teams. So every weekend's important. You got to make sure you're not getting swept or anything like that. So yeah, all right. So there's seven teams, uh, seven other teams in Canada West. Do you play everybody like home and home twice? Yeah, so you play uh, you play everyone four times for. Uh, we have a pretty good schedule since we have lots of teams around us, right. like Alberta, Mount Royal, U of L. So we play home and homes with them, and then the other, the Saskatchewan teams, Manitoba and UBC. We play two uh, two home games one weekend, and then the next half we'll play two road games against them. Who's got the best facilities on the road that uh, you like going to watch? Uh, whether it's the atmosphere from the crowd or just the the rink itself, I'd probably say uh, Saskatchewan's new rink. It's probably the nicest in the league. They got Jumbotron. Yeah. They got season ticket holders to get probably about a thousand fans a night. So it's almost like a, a WHL experience there. So it's kind of nice to play there now. Yeah. I haven't been to the new rink. I'll have to check that out. Well, Matt, listen, I really appreciate your time. Uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, come on the pipeline show uh, and uh, sharing your uh, experience and your insight into uh, U Sport. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Matt Alfaro, uh, formerly of the uh, Kootenai Ice, and uh, I was interested to hear what he thought of the whole move to Winnipeg and if that, because it kind of severs that connection for him a little bit. And, you know, he mentioned, uh, you know, being called a an alum of the Winnipeg Ice just felt a little weird, and I can understand that. Uh, but Matt Alfaro was always a really good uh, WHL player. Wasn't sure, you know, if he would get a pro contract uh, or not after his WHL uh, eligibility was up, but uh, glad to see him. And taking advantage of his WHL scholarship as well. And uh, who knows, that when he's done that, maybe he'll uh, have the opportunity to play in the American Hockey League or the ECHL or head over to Europe. We'll see. Another player who is in the same situation right now as uh, Alfaro was at the end of his WHL career, he's going to be my guest next. His name is Will Warm. He's a overage defenseman now with the Victoria Royals, former member of the Edmonton Oil Kings, uh, but playing for a contract or... Will he potentially, will, might we see him playing U-Sport next year? Uh, that doesn't actually come up in the conversation. Uh, as uh, I had a chance to speak with Will just as the Victoria Royals were about to board the ferry to go from uh, the island to the mainland uh, on Wednesday as they were going up to Kelowna to take on the Rockets. Uh, so uh, a shorter segment, 
but an in-the-dub segment coming up next with Will Warm of the Victoria Royals. Hi, this is Curtis Lazar of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Hey, it's Brett Pollock. Hi, I'm Keegan Wolf. Hey, it's Tristan Jari. Hi, this is uh, Lauren Bressois. Griffin Reinhardt. This is Aaron Irving. Hey, it's Dyson Mayo. This is Henrik Samuelson. I'm Thomas Winsler. Hey, I'm Mark Kresick of the Edmonton Oil Kings, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. your weekend with WHL hockey action. This Saturday night, it's the Battle of Alberta as your Edmonton Oil Kings go head-to-head against the Calgary Hitman at Rogers Place. Then, Sunday afternoon at 4, it's Oil Kings versus the Regina Pats. The holidays are on the way. Make your festive colors red and blue. Don't miss the Oil Kings live. Great family entertainment at Rogers Place starts at just $20 a seat. Save on Dave game pricing now at oilkings.ca. 